You live, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160EN podcast. This is podcast number 73, and uh, I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts as always, uh, starting with Steph. How you doing, bro? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, man. After a great win against Bill Nance, it was not a pretty game, but uh, we won, and that's the most important thing, and we see our youth, you know, uh, getting better and better. Uh, even with tough games like Bull Nance, but we'll talk about it. So doing pretty good. Chris, how you doing? <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Also joined by my boy. Uh, Danny, Danny's sound is cutting out. I know. <laughs> Fuck, I had a feeling. I had uh, a you're feeling. Back. You're back now. How about now? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank God. I was lagging a bit. Fuck. I didn't know. I'm also joined by how Christian. You how you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm doing great because sporting is officially in the hunt for second place now. So I am doing pretty good. Not yet. Don't jinx it. Optimistic. Yeah, we, we, we have to win. We basically have to keep Win on Wednesday. I'll, yeah. I'll agree with you. <laughs> And last but not least, the man with a camera, finally with a <laughs> face, our boy Nando. How you doing, bro? I'm doing well, man. We're on a win streak. We're getting them doves. And like uh, Chris just said, uh, we might be in the hunt for second place. We're doing math. I know that's right. As long as we're doing math, that's a good sign. Or a better exactly. sign. Exactly. As long as the calculator is in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Well, we're math, doing, well, we're doing some Europa League calculations, you know, so oh. making sure we finish fi- at least fifth. Right, right. At, at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's just jump straight into it. Spartan beat Bilinin Saad, the fake Bilinins, and they're sad. 3-1 at Ciudad Football. Um, starting lineup was as followed. We had Luis Maximiliano and Net. With a back three of Eduardo Kurajma, Quach, and Christian Borja. Of course, this was signified because of uh, uh, Mathieu's early, I guess, early retirement due to injury, but we'll get into that later. We had Ristovsky back in the lineup with Matilj um, Wendel and uh, Nunu Minch, no, no uh, Acuna as of yet, with Gonzalo Plata, Sporar, and Jovan Cabral up top. We had substitutions of Dumbia, Camacho, Ilari, Bataglia. And, of course, last but not least, and I know somebody we're going to all talk about, Francis Gerald. Um, Steph, I'll start it off with you first, dude. What were your thoughts on this game? Well, in a nutshell, we, we won 3-1. It was not a pretty game. Uh, the first half, Sporting uh, played better than Bill Nance, even though we, we started the, the game down 1-0. Uh, but uh, we, we basically... We are able to turn it around, and by the first half, we're winning three-one, and that's and that was a great performance in uh, in the first half. Quaresma uh, was actually uh, the uh, the player that uh, didn't perform that well, but it happens, you know. Um, he's a young player, and, and you're not going to play well every game, but you learn from your mistakes. Uh, that goal was because of him, uh, but shit happens. I mean, it is what it is, uh, but. Um, the second half, uh, we played more in a containing the ball and containing the game, managing the game, and uh, we created less chances of uh, opportunity, which gave Bolnins uh, a little bit more possession of the ball. They could have scored a couple times, but we could have scored as well. 
but basically, Amurin, you can tell that he's a smart uh, coach. He knows when to do the substitutions to keep the, te the team fresh, which he did. Uh, Giovanni came out on first half because he felt a little bit of a pain, and that was the proper move to make by uh, by Amurin. Uh, why, you know, um, uh, maybe get a long-time injury when you can avoid that. Uh, Sporad, uh, he missed an easy goal. He could have scored. He didn't. Uh, that was upsetting. He has to cash it in. Uh, but overall, the the the, the one player that uh, uh, outside Giovanni because he scored two goals and he was amazing again. Uh, but I like the performance by Sheikh uh, Shiraz. What a performance! I mean, the guy played in a, a position that he loves to play. He reminded me when he was playing at Triwav or when he was playing uh, in the youth uh, uh, teams at Sporting as a junior, como un juvenil. Uh, so he gave me a glimpse of what he can be. Uh, Vieto is not back yet, so now I feel a lot better uh, with with uh, seeing Sheikh Jiraz performing that way. Because having only Wendell and Matus Nunes, it's not good enough. We need we needed some something um, that could come off the bench, and Sheikh Jiraz uh, for sure he showed us that. Wow, you know what? I'm, I'm here. I can help the team. And he could have scored a couple of times from outside the box. Uh, the uh, the goalie from uh, Bolnes, his name is uh, Coffee. What a performance. To me, he was the MVP for Bolnes. We could have won by by 5-1, you know, 5-2. Let's give another goal to Bolnes. If it wasn't for Coffee, he, he pulled some great saves. And, and that's it. In a nutshell, we deserve to win. Uh, I know it wasn't a pretty game, but the most important thing is we are winning, and that's what's important. Because if you looked at the match against Porto, Pas Freire, or Pas Freire Porto, because it was a Pas Freire, Porto didn't deserve to win, but they won, and that's how you win titles. You need to find a way to win games, and now we're finding ways to win games, and now our team is growing, and and uh, with the youth we have, maybe we'll need to. We'll talk about it. We'll need to buy one or two veteran players, and then we'll be in good shape. Agreed. Agreed. And, and sometimes, you know, you don't have to play well to win so long as you win. That's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Christian, what about you, dude? What were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, like Steph said, honestly, the game felt a little bit closer in the first half than it actually was because we were being efficient with our chances and we turned turned it around and made it 3-1. Um, Bolness had a few chances. They, they scored this. I think they tied it at 2-2, but, I mean, Lika was offside. But, I mean, they had a couple chances. They were pretty shit in the second half, to be honest. And Sporting did take the foot off the gas a little bit in the second half, but it was it was pretty much over. Bolness wasn't creating enough to, to actually be a real threat. So we just kind of put it into cruise control, and it was uh, surprisingly a step at the Gerald's show a little bit in the second half. Um, to be honest, I think that this is the longest that he's ever gotten, right? I mean, he got 45 minutes to do his thing. Normally gets like a miracle. eight minutes max, sometimes less, often like three to do his thing, which really is a, a tough ask. So it's honestly one of the first, like the most he's ever gotten, I'd say is probably like 20. Like he's come on at 70 before. Um, and it's just, he was kind of one of those guys that's like, you're running out of chances, dude. Like, 
I know you haven't been given that many, but you have still gotten a handful of opportunities and nothing's really materialized. You haven't materialized really on loan in a while. Like you're running out of chances here, man. And he basically gave himself uh, a new life and an another look at the very least. Matthias Nunes, honestly, in my opinion, the past couple games has been average. He's not been bad. He's young. I obviously see potential, but he hasn't been some sort of indiscriminate starter. Um, and Gerald, in my eyes at least, definitely has potentially at least made that battle to start in that spot um, closer because he was uh, he was really good. He was obviously, in my opinion, the best player on the field in the, in the, in the second half. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And uh, Nando, uh, what were your thoughts on, on the game, dude? I mean, I agree with, with both Steph and Chris so far. Um, to me, probably the biggest takeaway was watching Francisco Gerald actually get an opportunity, but actually play well with that opportunity. Because I don't think, for one, I haven't heard any Spartan Gishas ever doubt his talent. Um, if anything, we've doubted, you know, coaches' uh, game plans for him, you know, whether or not they've given him a fair opportunity or maybe even his mental, you know, capacity, which is what I've been questioning for a while now. So to see him coming in the second half, not only have one or two opportunities to score goals, but to show that spark, to show that excitement, to show uh, like a desire, you know, to be part of this team, um, some capacity was, was extremely exciting. Of course, uh, Giovanni is doing Giovanni things. He's on a complete tear. You know, we can't expect that to happen every single game, but he's showing a different uh, form of finishing, you know, whether it's set pieces or now acrobatic goals. Um, he's proving to be decisive. Um, you know, I think that early on in his career, given opportunities, he's been very um, hit and miss when it comes to the decision-making aspect of, of his game. Uh, so I like to see that he's being a lot more determined in, in making those decisions to go for goal or, you know, whatever the decision may be, he's, he's focusing on that. Um Steph talked about Quaresma. He was due to have a bad game or a poor game. Obviously, they scored that first goal um, off of his mistake. That happens to everyone. I don't care who it is. So I'm not really worried about that. It's good to get those out of the way now. Um, but as a collective, um, when Blanin scored that first goal, I think I tweeted, you know, let's see how Spartan reacts to adversity. Um, and they reacted just fine. Um, they came back. Kowats did his thing. He could have had a second goal on a header. Um, and the team – found a way to win and could have won and should have won for, you know, 5-1, 4-1 at the very you know least. Um, but this is Goldie was on top of it. So when you take that and you look at how the team performed all together and then you take away those standouts, um, I'm really, really impressed. Reef Stosky, you know, had, had some good play there. Uh, I'm happy, man. As a collective, the important fact is we're winning. We're winning and we're slowly improving. And to get a win out of our belts when we were down early, come back, win, and could have won by more. That should hopefully carry into more wins, more assertiveness on the pitch. Um, and, and that's what I'm excited about, uh, the wins in succession and players obviously getting better as time goes on. You know, like this is our preseason, like we've all discussed, right? We're Ruben and Ring. Um, and, hey, we might very well be competing late into the season for a more important spot. I mean, we're still ways away. Um, but who knows, right? So as long as we keep improving and we keep getting those Ws, that's all that matters. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And um, we'll, we'll get into, uh, just as Jordan says here, Jovan is a beast. We'll get into Jovan and, and his performances uh, lately just in a bit. 
I just want to just um, kind of emphasize one thing and kind of reiterate one thing. You know, our young our youngsters have to learn from these mistakes. I did like Eduardo uh, Kurejma's, um attitude after giving up that that goal. I mean, he gave up the ball and then he also played Lika on side, I believe it was, uh, for the goal. But after that, almost flawless. So um, I do like that mentality within the within the club and within within him. And more importantly, it sort of seemed like a um, a weight lifted off his shoulder when uh, when uh, Quach scored the goal when he went to go celebrate to Quach. Matej Nunes, yeah, a very bad game. He gave the ball away a lot. I think that's why Amurin uh, switched him for Dumbia and, and well deserved. I like I like when coaches do that when they have the balls to to take somebody off because of their mistakes and. That's something that we haven't seen a lot. Maybe it has to do with uh, the five substitutions too. It also helps, but um, I liked Amurin's attitude on there. And more importantly, just to emphasize, because I think it's a lot easier uh, to hate on him when he makes a mistake, but I feel like when he has a great game, it sort of flies under the radar. Luis Max, another great game. Uh, some big saves in the game, kept us in it. Um, there was a few opportunities Bill and Saad had to, to, that they could have put it away and, and Max was there. So I need to quickly give a quick shout out to my boy, Max. Um, we'll go into some causes on the game. Um, obviously we discussed enough about the first goal. Um, second goal, pretty straightforward header from, from Quach. Then he dedicates it to Mathieu. Um, we'll get into Mathieu in a bit. Uh, mainly the main point I wanted to get at was the penalty. Uh, we scored for three one. Um, of course, there was a there was a penalty shout just beforehand on Jovan. I think I don't know if you guys all recall that it was sort of a shove, but I don't think there was a lot in it for when it was two one. I, I think we'd all agree on that, right? Yep. Yeah. Cool. And Pretty then much. on the third one, what I, I've seen a lot of ifs. Maybe it was a penalty. Maybe it wasn't a penalty. What do you guys think on it? Um, Steph, Pretty if you want to take or, Pretty sketchy. Eh, yeah. Pretty sketchy, but you know what? To me, to the me, thing that makes it even sketchier is the fact that he got a retake too. Just a sequence yeah. of sketchy events there. Well, the, yeah. the the PK itself, I think it was a PK because you can see the second second foot dragging and and magically knocking down our player. So to me, there's no question it was a PK, especially now that you have. 22 cameras with 22 different angles, and they have their sweet time to fucking replay it really slowly. I mean, you, you're only going to get it wrong if you want to, because now you have more than enough evidence to see that it was a PK. So the PK in question, it was a PK. Now, yeah. the, the repetition of the, the, uh, the PK, was it, was it the correct call? Yes. Mm -hmm. But Agreed. now I want to see... I mean, I liked it because it was for Sporting, and I'm a Sportingista. That's obvious. But now what's fair, it's fair. Now that rule should be enforced to every single team. It shouldn't be just the one time. It should be across the board for every single game, every single team. Then I'm okay with it. But he did move both. The, he can move one foot, not two. One has to stay on the line. Yeah. But he moved both before Giovanni took the, the, the shot. And that's why they called it. Who called it was a linesman. It was not even the referee. It was a linesman. And then the Sivad, the, the football, confirmed it. They reviewed it and they said, yes, he moved both feet before he took the shot. Um, so, and then uh, my, my um, one of my coaches, Jorge Morales, actually, he brought up a good point. He said, 
What about Wendell jumping inside the box before mm. he took the shot? Should he, mm. he, he have seen a yellow card? He should have seen a yellow card, but Valencia had three players that jumped into the box. So that would mean that three Bolins players would have to also see the yellow card. I was debating with him on Facebook. Here's, uh, the, here's the problem with it, though. Like, either you call it always or you never call it. Yeah. Agreed. It seems like we've, Agreed. as like an yeah. unspoken rule, we've decided that we're not calling it. So when people do call it, it's like, what are you doing? I don't know how many of you or how many people watching watched a lot of this. I know people in the States care about it more because our team is good, but the Women's World Cup, they were using VAR to ping the goalkeepers for stepping off the line in almost every single PK in the game and then giving the keeper a yellow card. And it was happening on like 80% of the PKs in the Women's World Cup. And people were like, what is going on? Like, we're just going to start randomly strictly enforcing this? Like, okay. But then... It was really the only thing where I've ever seen like that. Like they're like it's not like oh in the Champions League they call this. It's like no, the only thing I've ever seen where they're calling that like all the time was that what the twenty nineteen I guess Women's World Cup, and I've never seen it elsewhere. Um, yeah, like Steph said, he, he was off the line, but it, it it is strange that they decided for this time for whatever reason to call it. But it, it was a great save. I'll give him that. It was. Yeah, I, I mean, but the, the referee was put on the spot by the linesman. Because if the lineman calls it, now the referee has to call it. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was more the linesman than the referee. Uh, anyway, but with that said, listen, I agree with you, Chris, and it, it should be across the board. If you're going to call it, call it across the board, then. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I, I think I'm with you, Steph, though. I, I, I couldn't agree more. He was off the line, so they got but, it right. They got the, it right. rule, the rule, the yellow card is changing. Uh, next year, uh, they're changing it. They're not giving a yellow card. They'll they'll give the the goalie a warning. It seems. And I think that's best. Yeah, I think that's best. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's that, instinct too. You yeah. you try to go jump for it. You just happen to step up a bit. Because the referee now has no choice. The rule says it has to be a it has to give him a yellow card. But next year, it'll change. There'll be a warning first before mm-hmm. the yellow card. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of another another instance of this game that really well, needs to be about, reviewed. What about just the general overall consensus over Blitness is threatening not to come out for the second half? How does everybody feel about that? <laughs> I mean, I can understand why they're frustrated because in their eyes, they think the PK itself is bullshit. And then they think it's bullshit that he gets to retake it. And it happens like right on the stroke of halftime. So obviously they're, they're, they're seeing red, you know, they're clouded by anger. So, I mean... Obviously, it was just like an empty threat, but um, at the same time, I hate bonus sad, so I think it's kind of funny. But yeah, for sure, we're usually it's, not the beneficiary of these types of bullshit incidents. Yeah, it's such a typical thing of a petite team, too. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. Such a typical petite. thing of them. I I hate him. I hate the team. Like Petit's yeah. always been slimy, though. Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, he was even talking that shit after the game as well. He was proud of the boys, but... Rah, 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 you boys were, your, your boys are shit, let's be honest. He gives a fuck himself. They, had a, they had a decent game, though. They, I mean, they scored a goal and it was offside, chances. but they had a, they some had decent chances. chances. First half, mostly. First half exactly, mostly. yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, we mentioned Sheik Jadal. I just kind of want to also quickly mention from what I've seen from him. Uh, he's really liking a long-range shot, 
I think he had about three or four kept, in this kept game. Kept ripping him. Kept ripping him. Kept ripping him. I'm not sure if uh, Bruno Fernandes also started talking to Shiku like he's been talking to uh, to Jovan <laughs> or just start I don't know, but anytime, dude, they're kind of getting on him in England about that. Just side note. The, oh really? The, the, the that he's constantly he's shooting. Oh, the shooting. They're like, why does this motherfucker shoot every time from like 35? I mean, Bro, obviously, you don't, shoot, you don't, you don't, score, shoot, you don't he, score. You know, I think he once he scores score that one banger. Time. Well, he he said his standards too high because he scored in like five straight games when he got there or whatever. So he's had a couple games where he hasn't scored. So they're like they're they're getting antsy, but they've been spoiled so far. Very true, very true. Um, to be honest, Steph actually brings up a really good point that he messaged me privately. Guys, if anybody has a quick question they want to ask ask on here, um, either give me a shout on Twitter or even on the comments below. I'll send you a quick link. I think we'll we have got you on here. We have a couple, Danny, from uh, from Twitter already. From Twitter, for sure. I mean, like uh, in a in a video chat, if anybody wants to come on the video quickly and say some words, or also give in a quick question, uh, send me a quick uh, a quick shout, and I'll send you the link on on Twitter or something or whatever is beneficial to you guys, and uh, you guys can come on really on here quickly and uh, shoot or a question or a can, comment. Uh, or you can send the link on uh, YouTube. Yeah. I mean that's just a bit more dangerous because bare people are gonna start jumping in, but oh, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> but 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 you. you I mean, I can add and remove whenever it adds. Yeah, that's exactly. You can, you can you can accept whoever you want and kick them out as well. So it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. I'll actually do that now if anybody wants to join in and, and ask something or say something. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, this game was also marked by um, by uh, Matthew's retirement. Premature retirement, mind you, but uh, still Matthew's re retirement. Uh, of course, suffering a knee injury in training. Uh, a nice gesture from Spartan having uh, his name on the back of everybody's jerseys. Uh, and then, of course, Quatch going to the bench, grabbing his number two, uh, 22 jersey uh, after he scored a goal. Um, my question, I guess, is how big of a blow is this for the rest of the season? Um, I know we're still playing the youth, but, I mean, it seems more and more like we're fighting for even a Champions League spot potentially. Um, so how big of a blow is this to the season? And uh, if you guys can think of, because there's quite a few, um, your favorite Mathieu memory uh, with him in the green and white. It's been a, it's been a solid three years. Um, whoever wants to take that first, really. I'll, I'll jump in on this one. Uh, yeah. For me, was was his crying after we won the uh, Tasa Portugal. Mm. Um, just like you can't, you can't fake stuff like that. You know what I mean? You can't... Uh, you can tell when some players are going out of their way, especially with all the players that left after the Al Kushit incident. The fact that he didn't, I mean, granted, his age has something to do with it, um, but he felt the club. You know, he, he truly loves the club. Um, that was pure emotion, happiness, joy, almost relief. Um, you know, and like he said in his, uh, in his farewell message or whatever, when the players were listening to him, you know, he regrets that we haven't won a league. Um, but just the fact that, like, he came in, became such a vital part of the club, and then the fans just completely gravitated towards him. You know, we first was like, well, who's this old guy? Um, yeah. Good mentor. And then just genuinely caring, man. You, you don't need to cry when you win. You don't need to show all that emotion when you win. And he did because he felt it, and, he, and it was genuine. At least that's how I perceived it. I wonder how you guys did. Um, but that, that to me was my favorite Matthew moment was that, uh, that moment of, of expressing his, his happiness when we won that cup. 
My moment was uh, when uh, when Sporting needed him the most after Al Kshit, he stayed. He, he, mm. didn't, he didn't become a ratu like uh, William Carvalho, uh, like Rui Patricio and uh, um, Jelson and many more that uh, you know, I don't even remember because I, I chose to forget about them. Uh, but, but Monsieur Mathieu, he stayed. He didn't, he didn't flinch. He didn't blink his eyes. He never said, I'm going to quit. He stayed. And that shows a lot of character and uh, how much of a professional he was and is. And hopefully he'll stay within the, uh, the sporting structure as a coach or uh, dirigent. Um, so, and if he chooses to move back to his native country, France, I mean, we'll understand that. That's where he's from. And, uh, but we'll miss him for sure. He was a true professional and those uh, direct kicks that they were amazing. And uh, I'll miss him for sure. Yeah, agreed. How about you, Chris? Oh, you're muted. There's a couple goals specifically that, that stand out to me. Uh, I think one of them was 17-18. Yeah, I think it was 17-18. He scored the winner against Guimarães at home. Uh, it was a cross from, I, I, know, I think it was Acuna and he, he, it was just one of those games where it's zero, zero. Um, we were like the, the season wasn't totally lost at that point yet. Uh, and we're just pushing forward, pushing forward and then finally break through. He also scored the winner off a free kick. I think last season, um, against Nacional at home. I think we were down t both two times in that game. We came back to win three, two, and he scored a free kick in like the 75th minute we had just turned the game around i think bruno fernand scored and then a few minutes later free kick from like 30 yards out kind of wide to matthew banger and uh, i think we ended up winning four two scored another one after that um but yeah i mean the thing that sucks about matthew as steph alluded to is the fact that this happened now it 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 makes him not play out the season obviously it makes him i'm not sure how much of a part of the team he's going to be um how if he's going to be around at all like it it kind of gives him more time to be away from sporting to think about what he's going to do in the future and i think that the more time that he's away obviously the it, back home in france or wherever he goes is more time for him to think about doing something else so i think that if the season ended and then we kind of transitioned right into next season as it seems like it's going to happen maybe a couple weeks off but we're just basically going to go right into 2020, 21. If that happened, the turnaround was less quick and Matthew was still in Lisbon the whole time. I think it would have been much easier for him just kind of assimilate into the coaching staff. But now that he has more time to go home and think about it and stuff, like I'm not saying he's not going to come back. It's not impossible, obviously, but I, I would say the chances of it seem to have decreased in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, and and one thing that I liked that at least Amurin mentioned just prior to the game was uh, that Spartan will be willing to do everything in terms of, like, helping him recover and stuff like that. So I do hope he's not, you know, taking the first flight to France and uh, he does stay at, at Spartan, at least at the very least to uh, recover. Let's quickly just jump into our Aussie Tuga, our boy Jose Costa. George, how's it going, bro? Good morning. Good morning, America and Canada. Well, <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> How's it How going, you doing, Thank you very much. It's a great pleasure to join you 
and it's always a great pleasure to listen to your pro pro program uh, every week. I try to listen as much as I can because it's in the morning, but uh, sometimes, yes, I miss, I have uh, other commitments, but it's always sure. a pleasure to listen to you and participate as well. It's an honor having you as one of our uh, our most loyal fans, dude, our most loyal uh, participants, truly. Thank truly. you very much. How is it being a Sportingista down under? As you know, it's hard to be a Sportingista out of Lisbon, out of Portugal. Even in Portugal, I think it's hard because lots of people, they very they fill the club, but if they live up north or in the south, out, out of Lisbon, I think it's very, very difficult. You don't watch games in... It's hard to go to the Jean Rocha to watch the, the as modalidades. As it. So I don't know. I tried for the past three years. I tried to go to Portugal at least once and watch a game, uh, which I have done in September, which we lost with Family Cam. Was a <laughs> man, <laughs> I was very upset. But, that was uh, one of the turning point know, games. Uh, my grandfather yeah, was actually it, at the same exact game. He he was in Portugal at the time. Yeah, we lost. Uh, 2-1, I believe, right? They scored right at the yes, end. Yes, As everything was starting to unravel. <laughs> very, very good goal by Vieto in second in the first half, I think. And then in second half, we yeah. fucked it. We, oh, sorry, we, we stuffed it up because... You can curse I don't on know. here. I, we <laughs> fucked it up. I think... Uh, <laughs> Batalvi ba 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 or something, he scored uh, on goal. And so, oh, man. Come on. I think it was him. I'm not, not quite sure. Yeah, Batalia. Batalia. But yeah. it's the way it is, you know. And... As well, I feel here it's it's all right because I live in like a hundred k from Sydney. There's a we have our nuclear there, um, lots of, of members. We celebrate our 20, 20 uh, birthday, um, twenty year birthday last last year. This will be uh, this will be the twenty first in November, I think. So there's a lot of people that you join and and, and, and have a few beers and of course, last year we had we had Manuel Fernandes. Jardel and Carlos Xavier. Wow. So you make your own judgment. Yeah, I yeah. spoke with I spoke with all of them. I think they're still sporting users defending the club in their own ways, which we can agree or not agree. Or no, that's cool that not. they came down there. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, we always invite. When they came you, to America, I was, invite, I, was I, 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 yeah, I may I may disagree with them, but when they came to America, I'm still gonna you know welcome. I have a, I have a picture of Manuel Fernandes. <laughs> you and Christian, I think Christian was the one that took the picture. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I, have a, I have a picture with Manuel Fernandes. And, uh, <laughs> and let's just say I know that you were saying they were drinking a few beers. Believe me, Manuel Fernandes in New York was also drinking a few beers. He wasn't <laughs> uh, he wasn't completely sober when I took the picture. <laughs> He's having a good night. Yes. We're just enjoying uh, the rooftop, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a few words with him, and one thing that that hit me, and I didn't like. I didn't say anything at all. He doesn't seem to like uh, Nani at all. It's uh, Nani came to the club, had a few games, was trying to be the boss of everything. I said, "Come on, man." The guy was the captain. He played good. He didn't yeah. left the club. He's, he's, he's a sporting guy forever and ever. Not like mm -hmm. other guys. But, and, and the other thing is, uh, Manuel Fernandes, he loves uh, uh, Frederic Barandes. I don't know for... Okay, he was with him at Stubo, I think. But he defends the guy like... Uh, um, and Bruno Carvalho for him is, 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 a, is a... Oh, my God, he's, he's the devil. Yeah. Ah, come on, man. I, I don't know. It's the way it is, man. <laughs> 
I agree. You're not, you're not really allowed to be uh, a surrogate representing sporting abroad if you don't subscribe to the uh, approved programming, let's say. Yep. And uh, I would well, describe sure. what you said. Well, what you said is, is the approved programming. Uh, other viewpoints aren't really welcome, especially if you're representing the club abroad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but the other day, I don't know if you saw, uh, the guy says, Manuel Fran says on television that Sporting doesn't tell him what to say or not to say on, 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 the, on the cameras. He's on so TV. embarrassing on TV. But fuck, he, he says <laughs> shit, man. He, he doesn't defend the club like, like, a, 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 like he should. But he's he he's man, there for the for my values. He's there for those older generation fans <laughs> like my dad who sits there and just eats that up. My dad sits there and he's like, "Oh, this guy, of he course. was good as he was, he was a great he was a great he player. Was a great he player, was a great yeah. player in his time for sure. Yeah, he was any any sporting that will remember the seven one against our uh, against some some other team. But um, <laughs> as, as a as a, comment, as a commentator, man. The guy is dreadful. He, he should yeah. come on. No, he's, he's pretty bad. Yeah. We, we have to find to find some guy, some people to put on on the national televisions in Portugal that defend the club really, as as Bruno Carvalho was saying, uh, defend the club whatever, whatever you can do for the for sporting, not be on, on the uh, television and, and uh, that what that pissed me off, you know, in in this other yeah. side of the world, <laughs> yeah. as you can uh, say see as well. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You can you can tell he's uh, he has a cartilha. Uh, he's been told what to say, and uh, yeah, he shouldn't be the the uh, sporting representative in the playoffs. He shouldn't be. Not at all. No. Not at all. He should have yeah. some other guy that you know defends the club with with a, with a better perspective. To, yes, and not. Uh, I don't know. Especially I mean, seeing as he admitted, he admitted he got paid by Sporting, but nobody tells him what to do at Sporting. Blah blah blah. It. I think whoever is at the club, like you, should be a neutral. If the yeah. club is playing is paying you, I think it's a conflict of interest, right? Big like, time, big ridiculous. Time. Exactly, exactly. Ridiculous. But do you mean, see I... how the other guys? Def... For instance, you see how Rodolfo, the guy from Oporto, defends mm -hmm. the, the FC Porto. The, the way, he, yeah, it's you know, he doesn't take shit even from the presenter. He told him, "No, nah, you you defending them, whatever the other SLB because you you defend them all the time, and that's not how it is, you know." Manuel Fernandes, you should have a, a better. Watch it in front of the cameras for our club. It's not how you do it. Anyway. Agreed. Agreed. Anyways, Ozzy Tuga, Zeh, thank you very much for joining us. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Really and, uh, appreciate thank you for it, listening man. in as Thanks well. Really on. appreciate Thanks it as well, as well. Absolutely. Nice thank, you. You. thank you. Same. I, I think I exited too soon. I'm so sorry. Go. Wait. Wait. You're back. <laughs> Ciao, buddy. Ciao. Take care. Oh, fuck again. I did it again. <laughs> um, okay. That was a cool cameo. That was cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anybody I, listening in, anybody wants to do it, please join us. Join us. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't even know where to take it from here, to be honest. Today today I found out, and um, I'll, do, I'll do the legwork, but... Uh, uh, we could also go live on, on Facebook. We'll talk about it offline later. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, there's one, um, one last thing I want to say about the game. One last person I want to uh, shout out. Uh, Rostovsky, who got, oh, yeah. got the start at the, uh, at the wingback yeah. position. 
And uh, he played pretty well, I thought. He he was putting crosses in that were actually reaching pe- other people on the team. He was the one that crossed in the Jovan uh, goal, which was right on the money. Uh, I just thought Rostovsky in general going forward was was pretty. And you could tell you could tell that the team gravitated around him too because after that that assist, he had a good group of players come up to him and you know congratulate him, hug him, celebrate with him, almost kind of like a little pick me up. I I uh, I might be reading I might be reading a little too much into uh, sorry sorry I might be reading too much into Ristovsky's celebration uh, or lack of celebration on that assist. Yes, no emotions. Seemed very pissed. Okay, mind you, it was was that for the no? It was for the two one. So I was very Mm -hmm. shocked to see that. No, was it for the one one? Was one one? I think it was a sign of relief. It was for the team. I mean, to be honest, Jovan didn't even celebrate that much either, and he just scored a fucking belter. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful goal. But he I didn't really celebrate either, though. I think no, I think Vitovsky was it was more a sign of relief that finally he has an assist. Yeah. We're just we're just fucking battering fools, so we don't even celebrate goals anymore. It's just too easy. Dama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey. We're not gonna win shit, so. <laughs> uh, I but think. I'll, uh, but I'll tell you what: if we able to steal the second place, holy shit! Well, if we steal second we'll place, see. it's Ooh, going to be go very. To it's gonna be very similar to the way in which coronavirus and all lost second place. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to Marquise for second it place. It would be. Seychelles going to get invaded by no name boys. They're gonna. Then be we can go celebrate. Like, and it's starting in Maritimo. But yeah, of, I mean, the, it's a lot it of money. So a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's millions we're talking about. Dude, Anyways, we got another guest on real quick. Crucial right now. Sorry, dude. We got. We're joined here by Paul Pont, bro. How you doing, bro? Doing good. How you guys doing? We're good. Great, we're man. good. Where are you joining us in from, dude? Uh, San Jose, California. Jeez, wow, West Coast. The West Coast. Awesome. So what's up, dude? How's it being a Spartanista out on the West Coast? I don't know if there's a – is there a big Portuguese population out there or what? Yeah, we actually got a little area, the city called Little Portugal. We got a Casa de Benfica. Uh, we, got a, we got a sporting house. We got a few other things there over here. I played marching band in the Phil- Philharmonica. You know, it's, it's the whole thing. Oh, sick. Yeah. That's super sick, dude. And with the Juveleo uh, 76, I love it. I do yeah. love that too, dude. Yeah, picked it up at a game. A game. Uh, it was the uh, where we played against Benfica, and uh, William Carvalho fell on his ass, and then Sporting got scored on, and then we lost the league. Yeah, the, the same. <laughs> you were at that game. game? Is <laughs> that the Brian that's, Ruiz game? Yeah, that's a Brian Ruiz game, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Oh my god, dude! Did you catch the ball? Well, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Dude, I I was I was cursing and screaming. I've been to see Sporting uh, play three times in my life, and every time they lost. And I'm like, I I should not go to games. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the next next game you go to, give us all a warning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. We, I we know where to put my money on. We'll have you on the I show know. beforehand, asking you your itinerary. Yeah, I even saw yeah. him lose uh, at a against a friendly against the Earthquakes here in San Jose. Damn. Where was yeah. that in? What year was that? Oh, it was a while ago because Landon Donovan still played for the Earthquakes. Early 2000s, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't yeah. even remember that. Jesus. Yeah, well, I didn't we even had... know he played for them. Yeah, it was. Uh, did he, no, he won the guys the Cup for the Earthquakes? Donovan. Yep. Did he? 
Yeah. 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 Before oh, they wow. uh, stole our team and moved them over to Houston. And then, <laughs> yeah. It's and a whole thing. Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, but I actually had a question uh, since Mateo unfortunately got hurt. Um, although I don't like the idea of Borja playing center back, I think I'd rather have him play center back than a Lori. What do you guys think? Yes. 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 200%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually think Borja's played pretty good the past couple yeah. games like i've yeah. had no complaints about him to be honest so definitely and and he's crucial because he uh he has a left foot so that's why mm-hmm. it's very important to play him on the left rather than elodi and elodi you know he could have a good good 45 minutes and then he fucks it up the next play he's just so yeah. inconsistent he's yes. so out of touch with with the rest of the team yep. for the most part always yep yeah the big I, thing yeah. i think we're gonna miss is matu uh, like you know his his like elder statesman quality, where he's going to be back there like marshalling the defense and like yeah. like the idea that Coates is the veteran guy with the who's supposed to have a level head scares me a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, the, the leadership will we'll miss him. We'll miss that for my year. That's a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's also scary knowing. I mean, Coates. I mean, as he's not old by any stretch of the amount of uh, imaginations, but he's also not young. He's only twenty nine. So it's also yeah. scary in terms of that age factor. I think he's now that Mathieu's gone. I think he's only younger, youngest to Renan. So we definitely lose a lot of experience in Mathieu. And of course, you know, having a, a another center back that can play out with the ball. Uh, but I mean, I'm with Chris. I, I I've liked Borja. I don't know if it's the system because uh, I mean I do remember Borja playing uh, left center back with um, with Kaiser as well. So maybe it's that. But uh, no complaints so far with Borja. Uh, maybe once we face a team like like uh, like a Porto or something that'll cause us more threats in the air, we might see uh, Borja really. My opinion, maybe fuck or, like fuck us over a bit, but um, so far so good, you know. But uh, we'll definitely miss Mathieu. Yeah. yeah, I was actually pretty stoked though that uh, Emery actually had the balls to, even though we were winning, bring on another attacker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even I mean, yeah. he already did the you know the the typical Dumbia sub, but still. He brought in Camacho, and I was like, oh, my gosh, an attacking sub when we're winning. I haven't seen this in so long. Do you think the system will remain unchanged if we play? I mean, basically, the Benfica game and even the Porto game are potentially decisive at this point for all parties involved. Do you think that we'll still play the same system, uh, the aggressive yeah. three at the back, even against uh, one? You have to. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I hope so, too, honestly. You you switch out of that right now, you you run the risk of just complete setbacks and and the natural progression of what the team's done so far. You know what I mean? It's just showing that that tactic. So now's the time to do it. Yeah, and I think changing your tactics just because you have a big game coming up is is too much of a George Azuz thing to do. And yeah, it's how we end up with a zero zero of like every single classico that we've ever played. That it seemed like it mattered for us. They're always just they're nothing, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I look I look back at like times when we had guys that, that weren't even that great, but guys like Yannick Jallo scoring goals against Porto because we were actually attacking during those games. Like we yeah. actually, you know, I felt like, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff to say about, you know, towards that end of the Paul Bent era and all that stuff. But I felt like a lot of times, at least he tried to attack in bigger games, even if we were with a weaker team on paper. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't honestly, uh, like I remember uh, you just mentioned how, uh, uh, Amorim bringing on a, an attacking player surprises you. I think honestly, the last two years we've been dicked around with with so many coaches and so many bad decisions that Amorim can breathe 
and we'll be like, oh my god, it's fucking yep. amazing, just because of how I mean, poor be careful, your managers though. have been. Be careful though, he's still Mister Ten Million. Of course, of course, but uh, so far it's worth it. So far, hey, don't don't forget that. Is it? Matus Pereira. It's, it's not worth it, but it's, it's still, still it's very, not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Still we're, out, we're, 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 you know, we're slowly pacing that way. Hold so on. Campeones de lockdown, carajo. What do you mean? <laughs> Look, there's, there's two things to take into account. Uh, Matus Pereira was uh, just sold for 9.5, so we, we have enough money to pay him off to Braga, which I think he, he's a little bit more expensive now, 12 million because of in, yeah. the interest. But also, don't forget, people keep forgetting that, oh, Mourinho is a good coach, but let's give it some time because it's only five games and so on. But don't forget that Kaiser had Rafinha, he had Bajdost, he had yeah. Nani, he had Montero, and Mourinho has not, none of those players. He doesn't really have anything. But it also yeah. is worth noting how, things can ch- how quickly things can change. The coach who is about to get fired, who coaches one of the other big three teams in Portugal. At one point, not that long ago, there was talk of locking him up with an extension with a 100 million euro buyout because all the big boys were going to be looking to swoop in this summer. And that, it really changed very quickly. So I'm not saying, obviously, it's going to happen, but I'm just saying coaching is is a volatile. Coaching coaching is what I've done for me now. You know, Last year, no, no, I agree. Look, look at Blue, uh, Bruno Lars from Benfica. I, I know we don't talk much about the, our rival, but this is a perfect example. A year ago, he was the best. Today, he's a piece of shit. Exactly. Yeah, and it was the same thing with Rui Vitoria. Yes, it was the same thing with George. There, it was. Uh, I mean, maybe it's that set of fans. Don't get me wrong, but no, no, but it was very it, fickle it was, fans there. But it, I do agree with your point. It's the same thing. It was it, the it, same it thing with, with Kaiser. It was the same thing with Sheilish. That's true. We had Kaiser ball for at least three weeks. You're, you're not wrong on that. We are. That is us too. I uh, remember Kaiser ball when that was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it was ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We we uh, only had six coaches in a uh, stretch of what two years? <laughs> oh, this. Well, we did. Exactly. Anyways, Paul, thank you, bro, for joining us all the way from Appreciate the West you coming, Coast. Actually, actually, I'm amazed on how uh, on how far this actually stretches. First, we had Australia, now West Coast is amazing. I know. Bro, you, you out, you out there watching those early afternoon games with that time difference. What, oh, what yeah. time is it now? It's a or seven. like those early morning games, actually. 7-10? Yeah, 7 10. Yeah, usually the games yeah. are on over here, you know, around noon or 1, which is cool. But if I want to watch, amazing. like, English League, I got sometimes, you know, during the regular season, I got to get up at, like, I want 6 to see that right? 6 a.m. and I'm not trying to do that. So DVR is no my way. friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Paul, bro, thank you very much, man. We really appreciate it, dude. Of thank course, great show, dude. guys. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you, man. Love, love. Um, this is cool. <laughs> Let me just say. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, yeah, where was I going here? Pretty cool, ain't it? Uh, we yeah. have a great, a great had- question from uh, Lawrence. He's asking. Les is gone now, right? Not, I, I'm not sure if it's official. Not official. Not, not official yet. Yeah, not official. Yeah, not official. He's, he's, he's put his spot up, it. or he he's offered his resignation. They have to accept it, or like, yeah. What the fuck I is going keep on? reading that too. Yeah, that's yeah. just Jeff Shinders being like politically correct. Like, yeah, it's really weird. Like, well, 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 the thing is, when 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 you get when 
when uh, you 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 give your resignation, it means that we in this case Befica wouldn't have to pay him a cent because mm -hmm. he's resigning. So meaning that okay, fine, we don't owe you anything. So I yeah. think they're going to talk about it, and then if Luis Felipe decides with the administration, okay, you know what? Yeah, it's better if you go, and we'll pay you X amount of money, and that's it. And that's, I think that's what's going on. Rui here is saying it's being reported that he won't manage the training session tomorrow. So, yeah, it looks like he's gone. I also seen, just when I got home, um, one of the soccer shows, I can't remember which one, was saying that uh, he's gone at the end of the season for sure. Uh, but I'd be very shocked if they do that. Uh, I don't know. Who are they gonna? Who's gonna coach the rest of the season? Mauricio yeah. Pochettino, the 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 B, <laughs> the B coach, yeah, the right. B coach. Uh, yeah, uh, Paiva, whatever his name. Paiva is. from uh, the B team. But again, it's uh, no. You guys, I mean, not to talk too much, not to talk too much about rival fans, but it's just it's funny it's how I'm already seeing the uh, you know Paiva's the right man for us. He knows how to play with our youngsters. <laughs> when Bruno Laj was just it's the gonna same be Tony, so. But I say with Tony the Kaneka. They're gonna bring guys. in that old fart. With Tony the Kaneka. Hey, Honestly, <laughs> I think it's gonna be Marcus they're, Silva. They're gonna bring old Tony. Yeah. Dude, Marcus Silva blows, man. I, I think it's gonna it. be Marcus Silva. Yeah, but and then Marcus Mark Silva's Silva, gonna. Marcus Silva would fit that. Sorry, go for it. No, no, no I was just gonna say no. he's gonna he he would fit that that narrative right now, and uh, he's been linked to Benfica and Porto in the past. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think it'll be him yet, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, I don't know if I buy all of this. Um, Jarzuj making a pact with the Flamingo players uh, that I was reading earlier. There's no way. But Jarzuj only cares about Jarzuj. He doesn't care about Flamingo, yeah. Ali, Sporting, Benfica, Porto. He doesn't give a fuck. So, uh, but, but think, think about it. If, if you Jarzuj, he likes Benfica, bro. And, and you're winning all those titles at Flamingo, why would you leave? Unless, because he wants to. Jarzuj is an arrogant that, fuck. He wants to shove it to Sporting if he can't. Exactly, exactly. Because I was gonna say, this guy left Ali Lal uh, uh, like months before he was about to win the Asian Champions League and the Saudi Arabian League. Who he ended up he after wants, losing it to Rui Vitoria, out of all people. So he wants to coach Porto. Period. Like that would be his ideal situation in, in Portugal. He's talked about his his love for Pinta Costa and how much they love each other. So that would be his number one, I think, if he comes back to Portugal. If that can't happen, really yeah, yeah, I think he would try with Benfica. Peter Kosh yeah. has gone out in record saying multiple times how much he loves him and how much he's like admires him and all this stuff. On Bruno Cravalho's book, he said that Jorzuz once threatened 10 minutes before the game that uh, if he didn't get a contract renewal or something like that, he was going to sign with Porto right after the game. Yeah. So yeah. it's no secret between the love between the two players, the, the two nope. uh, Peter Kosh and Jorzuz. Um, Anyways, I'll quickly go on to uh, Twitter questions um, because, uh, you know, we still got to do that. Uh, also, I guess we can also mention our, our player of the game uh, quickly on our game. Um, <laughs> Steph, if you want to if you want to bang that out while I find the questions. Yeah, I'm going to to me, the player of the game, of course, it's got to be Giovanni. Yeah, he scored two yeah. goals and uh, phenomenal, phenomenal player. We knew that he was a phenomenal player. He just needed confidence, like Bruno Fernandes. By the way, I'm liking what Bruno Fernandes is doing. Even yeah. even though he left Sporting, he's very actively. Uh, um, uh, he remembers Sporting actively on social media. He he, he doesn't forget how much we did for him. 
And I appreciate that very much from Bruno Fernandes. You could have been like Rui Patricia being a piece of shit that doesn't give two shits about Sporting <clears throat> or Gelson or, or William Carvalho. But no, he always mentioned Sporting in a positive way. So even though some Sporting geeks didn't like the way he behaved at the beginning, uh, I have forgave, for, forgiven uh, Bruno Fernandes a long time ago. Yeah. And he's still a very classy player. And uh, he's still representing Sporting uh, real well on social media. I, uh, I'll I'll jump in on that real quick. Uh, man. Go ahead. I, of course. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if either one of you other two here um, feel the same way or not. But I don't feel him being genuine every single time he posts. It's just something's not adding up to me. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just being cynical. Maybe I'm just being – I'm choosing to, to, to look at it from a negative perspective. Do I like that he goes out of his way and says what he says? 100%. But I think that even with his celebrations that he started doing, he was covering his ears for the longest time to, like, avoid listening to, to the critics. I don't know, man. I feel like he's just going out of his way right now to try to um, paint that picture, change that narrative about how he is and, and, and who he was. Um Maybe time will tell for me too. I'm not sure. Um, and but real quick, I also think that Giovanni was the man of the match 100. Um, he's continuing to just he's progressing, man. Every game, he's getting more and more decisive, and um, it's pretty cool to watch. It's pretty cool to watch because I don't, I don't think I think we all agreed maybe last week or the week before that that we think that like Matheus Pereira would have the more talent of the two, or we all believe that he had more the more skill set. Um, but Giovanni is, is putting it all together right now and it's becoming a very influential part of this team and, and that's only going to get us more money in the future as well. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I'm with – Steph, I just also want to add, I'm with you. I've forgiven Bruno Fernandes a long time ago and uh, more so now, more so now than ever because I, I get what you're saying, Nando, but he doesn't have to do this. He's not Manchester he United now. He can fuck off no. if he wanted to. I, he continues to do it. He yeah. continues to give our players morale. I, I, Listen, I appreciate it. Whether it's genuine or not, I appreciate what he's doing. Yeah, me too, because he doesn't okay, have to do okay. it. He could, he, could, he, could say, he, could say, uh, he could say, I don't have to fucking say anything. It, 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 okay, I, yeah. agree then. I agree with you, Danny. So if it's genuine or not is beside the point, is it good for the club and is it good for the place? Sure. Okay, 100% yeah, agree yeah. with you there. I um, think he got thrust into like a, a leadership role because he, he at, at the point that he was made the captain of the club, he wasn't ready to be the captain of the club. But he yeah. obviously grew into that position, obviously, right? So by the time that he left in January, right, like obviously he was the captain of the club. Like he grew into the role. And so I still feel like he looks at his teammates, his friends, as if he's still their captain. And he, I think that the care is actually genuine. Although I do like overreading into people on social media, Nando. But for, for this specific thing, I think that it's genuine. But uh, one good point that uh, Tiago Pirateo brings uh, the covering of his ears was a cel was a celebration for his daughter. I I've yeah. heard that. Yeah, and that that was confirmed by him as well. Yeah, I mean that's when he first did it. He did it the first game. But what would he say otherwise too? Because he started doing that whole covering of the ears pretty much on point with when we started tearing him up a new one on social media. He, no, so, well, well, he did it in the first game after yeah. the rescissions. It was the first game of eighteen. Or set of eighteen nineteen exactly. So like the timing. So it, obviously people thought that, and then he said that. So who knows if, if he actually was doing that, or if it was just 
making an excuse but, at the time. But, but like Denny said, he doesn't have to say one thing about Sporting. No, and he, he also doesn't, doesn't have to do that celebration that, anymore. And he still he's a, he's, a, he's, a he's a Manchester United player. He could he could say fuck Sporting. I don't give a shit anymore. But that's not what he's doing. He's being very proactive, and all he does is says good things about Sporting Club Portugal and motivates all the players, including Giovanni last time, Mathieu now recently, and he doesn't have to do it, but he's doing it. So I like that. And for me, that's very classy because all the all the other players mm -hmm. they don't give a shit about Sporting. Look at Rui Patricio, Jesse Martins, William Carvalho. Oh yeah, those are, those dudes are all a bunch of aproveitadores. And, and Rui Patricio was captain of Sporting for how many years? And he's not he he didn't do that then. He's not doing definitely nada. not doing it now. Nada. That one hurt. Nada. That one hurt the most. That's a good for Sporting. Exactly. Before I go into the Twitter questions, we actually have a question from our uh, our Braga friend here. Uh, so a rival, but still a friend. Uh, David Pereira, he asks, another Ricardo Isgai rumor. Is Ristovsky not working out in RA system? Ristovsky and Camacho, of course. Um, I'll, I'll give that one to Christian. It also seems like a, a rumor that's been going on since uh, I feel yeah. like Verandas has come in. What do you think, dude? Yeah, it's been going on from January. Honestly, 10 mil for Esgai, you fuck that. Um, I view it as, like, he was already here, right? And he just... We all, like, I mean, at least for me, like, I wanted him to be good, but he really was never good enough to be here. He obviously is much better now, and he's grown into the role at Braga. But, I mean, paying, first off, giving Braga 10 more million for Not a player that was you. already here, just for me at least. <laughs> no. Exactly. I, like, I agree. They need to be investigated for money laundering if they actually end up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I called it at the time when we sold them. I don't know if it was a George Zuz decision or a Bruno Carvalho decision. I thought that was fucking stupid. But I also thought George Zuz was stupid for not playing his guy who left back. And he was uh, – who was he forcing at the time I left back? Jefferson. Uh, uh, was it Jefferson? It might have been Jefferson. And, and Jefferson wasn't playing that well. And his guy who – his guy who always, I always at least rated him. But, hey, that's just me. But, anyways, I just have to throw my two cents in there. Um, let me quickly go on to Twitter. Um, our friend Lauren on Twitter asks, um, at Lauren, you know, with three O's, she asks, uh, should we try and sign Angel Gomez on a free? Angel Gomez, I believe he's Nani's uh, godson, if I'm not mistaken, also plays for Manchester United. Apparently, his contract is expiring uh, on Wednesday. Uh, she also asks, is second a realistic possibility? Yeah, I'm changing my tune and Ruben's Cubs are thriving. Uh, and then she says, thinking ahead. Which young player are you most excited about potentially seeing in the first team next season? Um, so three questions here. I'll give them to all three of you guys. Uh, but who wants to – so Angel Gomez. I don't know if anybody is familiar with Angel Gomez here, whoever wants to take it. I'll, no. take, it, I'll take it really fast. Too expensive. Move, move on. Agreed. Contract is too expensive. We're, we're too not small. Gonna, we're not going to have money for him. He'll get Agreed. What do we have that money? We have to uh, rob a bank, <laughs> or or we gotta you know cut um, the the fifty vice presidents Stop that we have. Deals with Braga. <laughs> uh, Nando, I'll ask you this: Is second a realistic possibility? No, um, wow. it's just yeah. I, I'm gonna say no because it's just so. It's just that we've done better than what we expected. I think we'd all agree, and they've done way worse than what we expected. And I'm still not sold that they're just going to continue to plummet 
and I hope I'm wrong. Um, I hope it comes down to that Spartans Benfica game. Um, what is it, the last game of the year at the Luge? What's our yeah? No, what's our yeah. end of something like that, right? There's a Porto. No, no, it is Benfica. It is Benfica. Yeah, should be Benfica. Benfica. So like, I, I hope it comes down to that. But realistically, like to sit here and go like, oh yeah, Benfica back for the points again next week, and again the week after that, and then maybe it again after that. You like, come on. Um, it could happen. I hope it happens. But realistically, looking at the like from that perspective, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, we're doing a little too little too. I'm sorry, it's a little too much too late. And uh, third place, let's secure that, and you know, go from there. Yeah. And Christian, uh, which young player are you most excited about potentially seeing in the first team next season? Not so, named Danielle Braganza. That's a cop out. I'll, I'll put you on the spot there. So they're not in the team this season, but they're going to be in the team next season. Okay. Uh, so there's rumors that uh, even if Sporting does sign a goalie, that Anthony Walker is going to make the first mm. team. Uh, who I honestly, I he's only played a couple games for the U23s that I have never actually seen him play in person. Only ever read about him. Um, he got in the first team trainings under Kaiser back in the day. So, I mean, like coaches have noticed prior to Emudim that he had talent. And basically if they're saying that he's making the team next year, then Diogo Souza is out or the backup on the B team or some shit. Diogo Souza is irrelevant at this point. He's too old. They've decided that he's not going to develop further and that they, think Anthony Walker is a more talented option. Um, so uh, I am actually very interested to see Anthony Walker play. And uh, who knows? I mean, maybe he's doing the backup. Uh, maybe Max is gone. Maybe Walker's backing up Olsen. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, very easy. He's, he's my answer. Okay. I'm intrigued. Same. Same. Um. Next question comes in from Joel De Silva, former guest as well at Joel or at Joel Leung underscore 073. Um, he's in, he has, he's in uh, Switzerland, isn't he? Switzerland, uh, yeah. Luxembourg, I believe. Luxembourg, Luxembourg you're right. Actually, yeah. he moved. I think he's his in tag, somewhere now. Yeah, his tag just says Singa Singapore. Yeah, Singapore. I, Singapore. I was going to say Indonesia. That's sick. Singapore, yeah. Holy shit. That's sick. Hey, it is sick. Uh, fun fact I once looked into. Um, immigrating to either indonesia or singapore because they speak english so maybe i'll meet you there dude um Why, because yeah. of the food or exactly <laughs> oh my god and those are like a little secretive <laughs> you guys are stupid <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways Joel asks, uh, from 1 to 10, how would you rate RA's work so far? Ruben Amuring, of course. What positively surprised you and what could he do better? Um, I don't know. What, what do you guys uh, – anybody who wants to take that? I think, I think, I so, I think so far Amuring is doing great with uh, what he's got. Uh, the best move that this administration did so far that I'm mostly impressed was actually getting rid of Gizet and Bolazi. Uh, that was actually the one thing I wanted the most for several months. And uh, Emudi going full-blown with the, our youth 
is actually a very smart move because now uh, if you look at the media, all of our players from uh, Matheus Nunes to um, Giovanni to Nunes, all the price elevated, they all looked upon as potential great players. Um, so, and I applaud that. So to me, he's doing great. Uh, we don't have any so-called superstars. If you look at the team, who's our superstar? Now it's Giovanni, but from uh, from outside Portugal. But who do we have? Vieto? Sporares. Sporares. We, yeah, like, we, we don't have a, like a superstar. We don't have a big name like we used to have Nani, like Bas Dost, like uh, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. And, this, and this is a players that Amorim has. And we winning. We winning with our youth. And and we kept on saying that in, in our amateur, humble podcast. Give our youth a chance. Give our youth a chance. And now he's doing that. And, and guess what? We winning. Uh, of course, there's growing pains that goes into building a team. But we're doing great. We're doing phenomenal. So for that, two thumbs up for Bruno Mourin, for Bruno Mourin, I might say. And I'm expecting uh, 2020, 2021 to be a great season if he keeps up with that. But I'm not. I'm not dumb. I think we do need to get one or two veteran players and have a good mesh to go with the the youth. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, next question comes in from Andre at 10X Zitty. Uh, and Christian, this is going straight to you because you're the kit man of the of the podcast. He asks, prediction for the new jerseys being announced on Wednesday. Mm. So uh, is are we actually – so they said stay tuned for a special announcement at midnight on July 1st. So that would mean basically tomorrow – at midnight in Portugal, so seven o'clock Eastern time. Is yes. that special mm. announcement the jerseys themselves coming out? Because possibly I'm no marketing genius so or expert thing. in this field. It seems kind of strange if you're trying to do a big release to do it in the middle of the night. But maybe they know that it, I guess like in the era of not having in-person events, like it's normally announced at like the gala. Obviously the gala is not going to fucking happen because we're not doing shit like that in these days anymore. Um, so like, it's just like, if you're just it, dropping it online, I guess it doesn't really matter gonna, what time you drop it at. Right. It's going to be a Veranda's uh, fashion show for us. In the night. And then I think for the this. question worth asking is if it does get released uh, Tuesday night, right. Are they going to wear it in the game on Wednesday? Are they going to wear it in the games going forward if they don't wear it Wednesday? I think that's worth pondering because that would be pretty cool. You see, I've seen other clubs do that. Um, it's typically like the Bayern Munichs of the world, and yeah, I feel well, like I love um, your investigative work on the I whole. I feel like Manchester thing, City has done that. Like you, you wear your new kit the last couple games of the old season. Uh, but if you're if there was ever a year to do that, it, it's, it's it's now this year, yeah, in this like weird season that we're in. So yeah, I will uh, I'll keep my eye on it. Macron's released a couple of their twenty 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 ones already, so it wouldn't be inconceivable that they would drop the kits on Wednesday. I if I'm not mistaken, I think typically they do. 
on Spotify. Usually do July first. Yeah. Exactly. On on our anniversary day. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um also nice to see Andre in in the chat right now too. Thank you for joining us, Andre, or thank you for being with us here. Um and then last question. Uh, before I go on to one more question here from our boy Johnny Buckets, let me just say it one more time. New York's finest um, from Alkoshit Youth on Twitter. He asks, do you think we will see Jolson play for the first time this season? Uh, what do you think, Nando, our uh, 16-year-old phenomenon? Nah, man. I've made the bench. Uh, maybe. I mean, I can't say no because obviously Runa Ring has gone out of his way, I think, to show that anybody has a potential spot on the team right now. and He's been what did he call up the other day? Like 14 guys from the B squad um, or something like that to practice. So anything's possible with Ruben and Ring. Um, there's been players that, you know, haven't played as much that I thought would be playing with them. And there's players that I didn't think would be playing at all that are playing with them. Um, so I think that any young talent at Sporting right now has an opportunity to shine, period, whether it's Jolson or someone else. It, I think they have a good chance. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, let me go into that question from our boy Johnny Signero. He asks, uh, "Who would you like to? Who would you want to sign at center back?" Um, great question. We haven't been linked with a lot of center backs at least lately. I don't know if you guys have any names in mind. Uh, I'm trying to think of maybe Portuguese league center backs right now, but I can't really think of many. So I, I um, have a, I have another question on top of that question. So are we saying mm. are we saying that Neto doesn't fit in this system? Probably. It seems so. It seems yeah. so. Yeah, I think it's a, it's I think very, for the system, uh, Amurin likes. Uh, what if he's the direct backup to Kawats? This he the might central, be, but the central role. What I'm what I'm thinking is because even Kawats is decent on on the ball. Like I've seen Kawats make pretty like fantastic runs forward and make significant space. He might lose it, but when he loses it, it's just outside the opponent's box. I think what Amurin is really going for is. Uh, a, uh, a back three or a back whatever that can really play out the back or that can really play with the ball. Eduardo Kurejma, I've said a, a few times here, I think he's more of a right back than a center back. And I say that because he's really good on the ball. Of course, this week he, 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 he's proving me wrong in terms of him fucking up on, on playing the ball out and then playing the guy off on side. But I mean, <laughs> as an 18 year old, he's going to make mistakes. So I'm not going to hold that against him really. Um, so that's that's why I think Netu's out. I think Netu was never really a good fit. I think he was just a a experienced Portuguese center back that was out of contract. And okay, whether what I think Veranda's just thinking at the time was Portuguese experienced center back at Zenit. He 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 has a spot here, even though we have Quatim with you. Uh, he's out of contract, so we're not paying transfer fees. We might as well pick him up. I, I, that's what I think was the thinking there, and I think it was uh, – I mean, clearly it was a mistake. I mean, we barely played him this season. We do have an up, up, up-and-coming center back. His name is uh, Gonzalo Inacio. Inacio, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's someone to look at. But if we're looking for someone with experience, then that's a different ball game. Like Jordan B is saying, it, it should be a center back that's lefty. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. If you I'm want to play – to your replacement. If you want to play with the system of three, three, four, three, it makes sense to have a center back that's lefty because you know it's uh, dangerous not to be lefty. Yeah, agreed. Um, I don't have any names in mind though, Johnny. So I, I gotta apologize there. I don't know if you guys do in terms of signing a center back. No, 
No. I don't really either. Uh, yeah, we yeah. haven't really, really been linked to any either. We have Ivanilo Fernandes yeah. that's loaned out, ain't he? Yeah. Even agreed. Yeah. Yep. Scored an own goal point. yesterday. Shout out, Evanil Fernandes. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> His team's shit. They're in the relegation zone. Yeah. Is it Cunha back? Um, uh, Kosh is asking. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I haven't heard any news. I don't know if you guys have. I, I heard the news that he's back, but he's still uh, conditioned. Uh, but Jovan Cabral, on the other hand, is not back yet. Practice. Which is scary. Well, yeah. Yep. 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 Must win to get within nine. Get, cut the lead to single digits. I know. <laughs> the the Miral, the Miral, like Lauren is saying, oh my God, we gave him away to a Turkish team, which they. I, was, I wanted to say him too, but then I was like, freaking shit. Yeah. And, that, and there's another Portuguese player that used to play uh, for Sporting that's going to Juventus. I forget his name. Uh, Felix Felix Correa. Yes. Yeah. Played for. We sold him to PSV, I believe, or for Manchester Man City, City. And PSV Man City. for yeah. peanuts. Uh, no, he was loaned out at AZ Alkmaar. Uh, that's what not, I was. Sorry, yeah. Not PSV. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then he went exactly. to uh, M- MC for peanuts. Yeah. For for penis. But he shouldn't say for peanuts. <laughs> Peanut, peanut. <laughs> I, I said I don't know about all that, bro. Uh, Upcoming game. Enjoy the mar, George. Pull up, pull up, Bruno. I'm super jealous. It takes this fucking mar for you or for you lies. I feel like. I thought it was Bruno. I thought it was Bruno. Ah, last the bank, talvez. Say lá. You might find oh, 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 still question. You might find Laj there. You might find Laj there. O Bruno Laj está na está na praia de Caparica, bro. I've been a uh, many nights in praia de Caparica by uh, bro, Lisboa. Bro, that's a nice bro. praia, bro. It's a nice praia. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, a praia a praia de Caparica. Yeah, as 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 putas são melhores. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't really know where to go from here, boys. So I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I got nothing else. We got uh, predictions um, for Wednesday. I guess yeah, we can go into yeah, previews. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. We got previews going ahead. Uh, quickly give a recap. I mean, we mentioned it already, but um, in terms of the title race, Porto now is six points ahead. Benfica pulled a, a Sporting of... Uh, of Vold of George Zuz's uh, Sporting. What is that? Sitting on 17, the 18, right? Like the leaning Where they back. Lose. Yeah, very infamous picture. Like leaning back, <laughs> knowing knowing there's nothing else to do. Uh, they lose two Marítimo, shockingly. Uh, I've, I've Luis Felipe Vieira, a prisão ou quê? Because esta merda está a olhar preta e já não há já não há cartilha, já não há nada. What's going on, boys? Huh. Um, it makes it more. It makes, it makes it more difficult uh, when when now there's uh, there's the video camera to cheat. So uh, yeah, that's true too. There's they one. Find a way. There's there's not really because now the pressure is on, and th- but there's one thing that scares me. There's one player from Maritimo in the first half that the the, the referee was too fast blowing uh, the the whistle, and he killed the play. And he's not supposed to. He's supposed mm-hmm. to let the play finish before he blows the whistle. 
the linesman, he raised the flag saying offside, and the referee blew the whistle. And that he was he was offside by 38 centimeters, which is almost nothing. He's supposed to let the play go. And that's the one thing that the referee still could fuck it up. Because once they blow the whistle, the play is dead. And the rules of the, the VAR is you let you have to let the play go. But then I thought it maybe it was done purposely by the linesman, but then throughout the second half, the uh, the, the uh, referee and the linesman, they did pretty well. So maybe it was just that one incident. But that's one way that referees still can control the fucking games. It's by yeah. ki- killing those plays when they know they can they, they have to let the play, play finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just quickly also want to mention it was a great two two very great goals. But um, in terms of us looking as Portugal fans, Feru, what are you doing? Very horrible game from him, especially on those two goals. He was not in new, my eyes, at least not he's both at fault. Nanu killed him. Oh, killed him. Yeah. What a player. Yeah. Wow. I think we think yeah. gonna get him and then loan him to another team. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that always um, seems to happen too. <laughs> oh, man, to control, to control. Uh, and then of course, yeah. Uh, of course, we also have Porto beating uh, Pas Freire today, one nothing. A goal scored in the seventh minute from their uh, from their center back uh, Mabemba. Um, Porto, uh, to be honest though, shit housing their way to a title. I gotta be real. They're they're nothing special. In my eyes, at least, they no. should not have won today. At no, all. not Porto at all. Is it yeah. bad pretty much all year. They were today, shit. Oh yeah, today Pas is hands down they were better. Pas mm-hmm. is shit too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Pas is played better than Porto, and uh, I don't know how they won, but that's how you win titles. You just grind them out. Yeah, now they they've got basically a three game cushion in hand. So it'd be impressive if they fucked this one up now. They'd have to even they'd have to outdo Benfica at this point to fuck it up. I think honestly, Porto's his their best games this season uh, were beating Benfica the two games, and it's proving because I mean now six points ahead. That's, those are the six points that they found. The only really good games I've seen I've seen of Porto this season. They um, fucked up a bunch so of games yeah, at the beginning. I mean, and uh, credit to them. Hey, they're they're about to win themselves a title, but. I know, and they and they and they broke. No, they and got, the, I remember their broke. first game. They they tied one one against GLV Sunt or something. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. And they are, yeah, exactly. They're broke. Yeah. They broke. They ain't got no money. They financially in trouble. And Pinker yeah. doesn't have any fucking money either. They're taking out loans on the low. I know. They think, they think that we don't see. It makes it makes it makes you think. What happens? They can't even well, agree on their damn uh, general assembly on the. They, on the uh, problem, they disapproved it. The funding. They disapproved by 48%, which... That was just a fuck you to the state of the club. Because it makes you think, where's the fucking money from uh, Juan Felix? Bro, in his pocketbook, bro. Exactly. In the pocketbooks of other people. Uh, 20 went to to Weigel. 20 went to Weigel. 20 went to Vinicius. Another 20 went to um, the, the fucking striker they bought. So they fucking it. sold to Viacano. Okay. Oh, RDT. Hold to my. Hold to my. And then the 60 the sixty million, hey, bro, uh, fucking 
Luis Rivera has to eat, bro. He needs he needs bail money too, bro. He's he got to feed his family, bro. You know, Thanks you, family. you know what's his nickname? Latrell. What's his nickname? Well, he has several things. Orelias, okay, but uh, the real one, <laughs> Orelias, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the real Rebo. one is the Gaddafi of pneus. I like that one. The Gaddafi of pneus. You guys look it up, and you'll know why why it's called that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you look it up. He was involved with fucking tire business, and he. It's funny. Look it up. <laughs> How would how can Biffy Kisses uh, uh, support this fucking guy? He was such a they're turning on him they're, now. They're turning on him. They're turning on him. Biffy Kisses are so fucking fair weather. Listen, so 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 we think I'm a percent campeon. Biffy Kisses. 85 I, I mean, it, there's like talk that he's like maybe gonna resign. Is it? Do you guys actually no, believe that? That's no, even a he ain't getting no stepping out, bro. No he's way. smart. If he's they lose every stage. game for the rest of the season, will he resign? If they no, lose six more, he games. Got, it was setting up the stage, bro. He's he's getting a gauge of where the fans stand or don't stand with Adam. He'll definitely get rid of Bruno Lage before he resigns. All right, he's, he's, he's doing a who's loyal to me. He's doing a Kim Jong Un movie. Yes, now. bro. He's the only he's president. Uh, he's the only president that was that was associated with Porto, Sporting, and Benfica. But he right? said he needed to like yeah. swim at Sporting, so yeah. he had to yep. be. He's an equal opportunity scam artist. Don't worry. Don't feel that. No Sporting, no tinha que nadar. No, you know, takes the sauce. É um gatuno. É o que dá fidus. Let me just say, it's getting. <laughs> it's getting so bad at Benfica. They're thinking about uh, electing a, a Bruno Carvalho themselves. No, he's Bruno, Bruno, Bruno Costa Carvalho, but Bruno Carvalho. <laughs> oh, that would be too um, funny. Silva. That'd be great if they elected that guy. Yeah, that would be. Rui Silva. Uh, tomorrow. Oh. Sorry, go stuff. My bad. I said Rui Silva, I think, will have a better shot to win the elections. Uh, because they, yeah. they they fed up with the Luis Livier, but I don't want to talk about Benfica. I'm I'm glad they're doing bad. Actually, that it, it brings joy to my life. I I hope it continues. I know, <laughs> hey, Chris. Long you, may it continue. Tell, tell your father I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, him. I said on the last pod, all their games are must see TV at this point because you know something bad's going to happen, and without fail, it always happens. So, when's their next game? They're, they're just they're just imploding. Bro. When just is the next game? Let's see here. Uh, Bovista. Bovista at home on July 4th. And then they, they play Guimarães soon as well. They got a tough stretch there. July yeah. 4th. Yeah, a little 4th of I mean, July. Let me just say, it'll be a, it'll be a beautiful Amer uh, day of America if uh, uh, if you lose. I've got a Bovista jersey. Oh, yeah. I'll throw that on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean you know, uh, tomorrow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say tomorrow we have uh, we have basically our, our Europa League rivals all playing. We have Family Count playing Portimonense. Portimonense also having a fight for survival. Family Count fighting for European places. That's gonna be a big game. Uh, Guimarães and Stubal. I think it's all but set for Guimarães after their loss against Braga. But uh, I mean, they're still in the fight for it technically. And then a huge at four thirty Eastern Rio Ave Braga. Both of them fighting it out. Let me oh. see what the points difference is. I know Braga is 
Uh, 50 points. Riwav at 44. A, a win for Riwav, and I think they're right back into the race. Um, so th- those are going to be huge games uh, for, for us, at least, as well as, as uh, our direct rivals. And then, of course, Wednesday, July 1st, um, the anniversary of Sporting. And, um, I mean, for my fellow Canadians, also Canada Day. You know, we get to celebrate the two on one day. Nice. Uh, we get to play Juvicent at home. We get dude, like drink maple syrup. Any other traditions? <laughs> we uh, we go to our we go to our igloos, eh? Bacon. We go to our igloos, eh? Bacon. We uh, we Sweet eat bacon. some Canadian bacon. Eh? Uh, bacon. We play some hockey, eh? and uh, we drink some maple syrup, eh? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> hey? <laughs> um, and yeah, that's really yeah. I guess we can go into the Juvicent game. Um, Juvicent, a decent team. They are in, I think, mid-table. Um, they are in 11, 33 points. I mean, don't necessarily really have to worry about relegation. They're about nine points ahead of Porti Muniz. Um, but, of course, Spartan's been on fire. Uh, we also play at home. What are your guys' thoughts on that game? I think Sporting will win, uh, and I'm going to say 3-0. Uh, 3 uh, nothing Sporting. How about you, Chris? We can't be stopped right now. It's too good, man. Uh, 3-1. Wow. How about you, uh, Nando? Uh, 2-0. One more from Giovanni, at least. <sighs> I don't want to be the negative Nelly, but I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. I think we're crashing back to reality. And if we Vitor don't, Oliveira loves, we don't win, we're not he loves fucking us over. We can't get second. I don't think so win. either. I, I hope we win. I hope we win. I hope I'm jinxing us. We I are, think it's going to be We winning. are going to win for sure. I guarantee you. I like that. Listen, yeah. I'm not fighting you. I I no. hope you're right. I already made some phone calls. <laughs> I just want to be the negative one. <laughs> I, I made some phone calls. I got my taser. Just off school, make Don't kill me. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, don't, don't kill me in two ways, like laughing and uh, anyways, uh, guys, thank you everybody for joining us. I guess that's the end. Just keep um, the wants to keep the obby. That thank you, Johnny. That's that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> that is good news. Yeah. Thank God for Bishkitish. Um, I anyways, was actually, I was actually, I actually just a side note, real quick. I know we're getting long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I no, cool. had my TV on. I was watching some La Liga, and they have um, BN Sports in America, and they have uh, Turkish League also. So the uh, Besiktas game yeah. from this weekend came on right after. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, I wonder if uh, Diaby's playing. He was playing, and he fucking scored. He fucking scored, I heard, too. yeah. I was watching, and I was like, our, our dude. So, so yeah, did, it, did his yeah. price he, go up? If he, convinces yeah. in the, if he convinces in these, like, eight games for them to buy for three mil – Fuck yeah. 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 Without a doubt. Uh, really fast on a side note, the more great game yeah. from, from La Liga, Barcelona against Atletico de Madrid at 4 o'clock. Tomorrow? Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. a good game, man. Oh. Yeah. So man, uh, Barca's kind of imploding a little bit. Losing points there. Lost first place. Yeah. yeah their their on manager top is apparently sacked too. Yeah, uh, Messi like doesn't listen to him anymore. It's pretty funny. I mean, who does Messi listen to? <laughs> <laughs> to Messi, uh, to, <laughs> to maybe to his wife. <laughs> uh, look, yeah, look, and, on, look, and on Thursday, City against Liverpool. 
Uh, that's it doesn't not, matter. Uh, it doesn't live. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. It matters anymore. Oh, yeah. I guess we can also say a congratulations yeah. to Liverpool. Bro, I'm uh, so happy for them, bro. <laughs> it gives us hope. One day it yes, could be us. That's exactly what my logic was. I called my dad, <laughs> and I literally had to talk to my dad about Sparta. Maybe in 30 years. And my dad's like, I don't want to hear it. And I was like, it took them 30 years, and we'll get there. And hey, listen, the only difference is how mm-hmm. much money did they invest? Exactly. Well, there's a lot of differences, but <laughs> yeah. and they were able they were able to get a world class manager as well. Those yeah. dudes, those dudes, Something's you know, despite guy. not winning the Premier in 30 years, they out here winning Champions League or competing for something like big yeah. like that. You know what I mean? They it's not they like they sucked for 30 that, years. Yeah, that is the main yeah, difference. Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, they've been very good in Europe, if not the best in Europe. Yeah, they have um, how many in this time frame? Champions League eight, eight. Well, they've won like they've won two, right? They've, in, since since two thousand, they won one think, against yeah. Milan, lost one to Milan. They lost another one, one against right. Tottenham, and then lost one to Real, uh, Real Madrid. So yeah, they've, so won they've, two, they've been in two? four yeah. finals that I remember. Yeah, yeah in like the two thousands. Which I mean, if you're yeah. four Champions League finals, I mean, it shit could be worse for your club, I guess. Yeah. I'm so- <laughs> And oh, I think, and I think they won a league at open too uh, recently as well. Like right at the beginning of uh, of of club, they have six. No, they lost one. They, they have, lost it. They, they lost the six. final two. Um, they have six Champions League. No, nineteen seventy seven, nineteen seventy eight, nineteen eighty one, nineteen eighty four, two thousand five, and two thousand nineteen. But didn't they win a, a Europa League as well recently? Sorry, let me just f- find that Europa League one because uh, I believe they lost it. Uh, no, they have a. No, I, I know they went to the final. I think they lost yeah. it though. They have a. No, they yeah, lost they lost it to Sevilla in 2016. Uh, no, they have three Europa well, That was that was uh, during the uh, Sevilla UEFA right? Cup. That was the UEFA Cup. They have three: 1973, yeah, 1976, like that, yeah. 2001. They have one FIFA but, World Cup in 2019, Super Cup mm. four. So that was that was yeah. And Sporting and this, has, and this uh, was their what their eighteenth premier or nineteenth? I think eighteenth. I think they're now uh, one yeah. behind Nin- United. Nineteenth, yes, nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fucking! Yeah, uh, Sporting's vinti dois, by the way, Nando. Come on, have some respect for yourself, bro. Yeah, You're right. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, of course. <laughs> Uh, anyways, let me just give a, a special shout out to our boy um, Jose Costa George and Paul Pont for joining us. That was special, Steph. I, I want to say it on air. Thank you for that idea. That was great. Um, oh, yeah. Also, thank you to Lauren, to the Real. Of course. If I don't consider say the name, Rui, Rui. Like, we call him Rui. Rui. It's our boy Rui. To, uh, I was just about to go. To Fox Leal, uh, Jordan B. Georgian B. Johnny Bucket, Johnny Sinero, Jose Maria Reis. Uh, who else was here? Who else La- was here? Lauren Jenks. Uh, Lauren Jenks, Tiago Peruteu. Tinzinski. He's not related to the Peruteu, is it? Yeah, Tinzinski. Andre, who also sent a Twitter question. David Pereira. Juice Pax Leal. Juice Pax Leal. Uh, I think that's it with the comments. Yeah, that's and then, of course, on Twitter, it was also uh, Dwell Leung. Uh, we had comments, of co- again, from, from um, 
from Lauren, from Cantonous Chip. I missed I missed that nickname, Lauren. Let me just say that out loud. I missed that nickname, Cantonous Chip. We also had uh, questions from uh, Alkushit Youth, and uh, and yeah. So thank you everybody for joining us. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening for for you know getting engaged in the conversation on Twitter. Um, again, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter at Spartan160 underscore en, where we're the most active on YouTube, Spartan160 en, on SoundCloud, Spartan160 en, uh, iTunes, uh, please reach out if you do still listen on iTunes. I've been having some trouble trying to upload it on there. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know if it's because when I try to convert the stream into MP3. Anyways, uh, if you guys do still listen on iTunes, give me a quick shout out and I'll really investigate on how I can fix it. If not, it, it might not be worth even trying uh, and maybe we'll go on to other things. Uh, but yeah, that's also Spartan 160 and that's podcast number 73. Thank you all for joining us. And of course, thank you to my cohorts, Steph, Christian and Nando and uh, Viva Sporting. And, um, you know, July 1st is coming. That's our anniversary date. And really Viva Sporting Club Portugal, 1906, baby. Viva, all day. Viva Sporting. <laughs> Uh, there you go. This thing's always a little slow. Hopefully, it 